Hey everybody, welcome back to Walk It Out. My name's Gretchen Cannon. I'm the community pastor here at Grace Church, and this is Jody Brown, our Connections Hi. Pastor. And we are here to talk to you about M28 Discipling Process. And this is our last video in this series, and we're super excited. We're going to do a little recap about what it's not and what it is, and then visit with you about like what to do in the waiting and a couple of questions that even have come our way. And then at the end, we're going to have Pastor Steve come and join us and uh, just visit briefly about M28 as well. So, um, so M28 isn't a class. It's not a course. It's not a program. There is no manual. There is no syllabus even to go by. It is relational style, Jesus mm -hmm. disciple making. It, I mean, I don't even know how else to put it. Mm -hmm. It's kingdom centered. The Holy Spirit is the one that says, hey, I want you to to uh, partner in this area. Like I maybe if you hear identity or mm -hmm. something like that, somebody's not sitting with the Lord that maybe doesn't even know how and you think they did. Right. You know, he'll prompt because you. Because that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so yeah. it really is Holy Spirit driven, uh, Jesus style, relational discipling. It focuses on four core tenets, mm -hmm. a spiritual family, abiding, hearing the voice of the Lord, and then transformation. And those four things should be happening fairly consistently uh, from the beginning to the end uh, within um, an M28 group. Mm -hmm. So anything you want to add on any of that? <clears throat> I think those four things should be happening from here on out. Yeah. Like if you're walking with the Lord and you're maturing, you should be walking with spiritual family and you're abiding. And if you're abiding, mm -hmm. you're hearing his word and you're obeying and you're transforming. Like those things should never... Yeah. Be because it becomes like once you've been through um, even this process, you, you've experienced what it's like to have those things consistent, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and so it becomes a lifestyle. Yep. Yeah. Because you've really tasted does. and seen that it's good. <clears throat> right. And so in the last several videos, we've talked to you about, although it's not a class or program, there is a process. Right. And so you want to go over the process real quick or part of it? Uh, the different seasons and <clears throat> we call them d1 through d4 mm -hmm. and so d1 is actually where we we've been invited we come in and we start building relationship and um it's the part where if you're not abiding and mm -hmm. you don't know how to hear the voice of the lord like we walk that out together mm -hmm. we give opportunities for you to learn and to practice hearing mm -hmm. his voice because sometimes we learn his voice by missing it yeah and it not being his voice and um so it kind of gives you the parameters of doing that in a safe environment where you're not killing people mm -hmm. with things and what have you and yeah. so um and once that has started then you move into what we call so the um the d1 is actually called Come and follow. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I had high high invite count challenge I'm like that is not it. Um and so when we move into D2, it is the part that we talk about that says come and die. Mm -hmm. And it's it's where we start changing our mind mm -hmm. about the things that don't line up with the word, that aren't Christ-like in our life. And it's not that we're dying to ourself. Mm -hmm. We're dying to our old behaviors and our old thought patterns and lies that we've believed. Which is part of ourself. It's yes. just not. Like we're, we're already not, we're not dead. crucifying right. our flesh. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, exactly. 
Yeah. And <clears throat> and it, it really is the part where the obedience starts. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to do what he's asked you to do and yeah. do it a new way, even if it's uncomfortable and and your flesh is screaming and all the things? Yeah. Um, D3 is what we call the sweet spot. It's where he mm-hmm. no longer calls us servants, but calls us friends. Mm-hmm. And he lets us in on the on the master's business. Mm-hmm. He starts talking differently. We start giving some whys behind the way right. we've done things before then. Um and they and we start looking at it differently like our lens starts to change now it's not just mm-hmm. all about me but now it's about how can i help somebody else walk yeah. this out you know how can i help my husband right. walk in freedom or my kids and then and um, we move into d4 mm-hmm. which go is and make or go and you. disciple either one <laughs> go yes. <clears throat> and and that's where we start putting feet to the mm-hmm. things that he's taught us the things that we've experienced um Build confidence yeah. and, and what it's he's asking us to do. Part. Yeah. 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 It can be scary. But we're still in the group together. Right. So even though it can be scary, like we're still right there with each other mm-hmm. on a weekly basis, daily basis, just like, you know, And it is the part where you, yeah. you have to come to realize, like, I can do nothing apart from him. So it's only scary if I'm worried about whether I'm able to do right. it. Right. But um, yeah. when we trust that he's doing it in and through us, then mm-hmm. it's then it really does come comes just to the confidence yeah. part of all yeah. the things Absolutely. that we know. Sometimes we don't even know what we know. Right, right. So in this uh, process and and the reason why we were doing these videos, we talked about that at the very beginning, but is to help bring an awareness mm-hmm. um, that there is a process and kind of what it looks like, right? And so there's several of you that have asked, well, I'm in, I am interested. And um, there's several of you that have um, said, well, what do I do? Like, how do I get in mm-hmm. and things like that? And Jody mentioned it in D1, like it, you're invited in. Um, she said that not even realizing where I was going to go with this, but it is an invitation. And so the reason why is because it's something that's very long-term, like the discipler, um, like you have to have this connection with somebody and know it's the Lord before you commit to lay your life down for them in in Mm -hmm. new ways. But also for the person being discipled, like, you know, you you need to ask yourself, you need to ask the Lord, like, am I good soilable? Am I a reliable man or woman of the gospel? Mm -hmm. Um, Am I willing to submit myself to the Lord through this process? And um, even through the discipler, you know, whoever's discipling. And so we want to look just a little bit at at 2 Timothy 2 about reliability. And then we also want to look at the soils and Mark 4 and just kind of give you something like, like while you're waiting in the sense of this is kind of just going here, we have about... um, 38, I think, um, people involved here at Grace Church that are a part of this at varying levels. A couple of them have not even attended their first group. And then, of course, you know, I was one of the first. So we've got all different people like at all Mm -hmm. different phases in this. But we want to go back to what we said at the beginning, Matthew 28, 18 through 20, when it talks about 
uh, discipling. Go therefore and disciple all nations. Mm -hmm. That isn't if you've been through some process or if you're ready to go in this. That's like if you've made Jesus Savior and and Lord, like you're supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. And I love the picture of a family mm -hmm. because if you have your normally your basic family, yeah, you have adults, you have older children, middle children, younger children, um, even grandparents, Mm -hmm. aunts and uncles, and they're all at different ages and maturity levels Mm -hmm. and all of that, but. We don't think it's weird for a seven or eight year old to help with the baby when it right. comes home. Right. right. And so it should be when we're walking with the Lord. Yeah. Like if you're seven or eight years mm-hmm. old in him, and I don't mean literally years, but like you have something to offer right. Right. the new ones coming absolutely. in. Absolutely. And so be willing to do that. Right. Absolutely. And it's important that you hear that. But but the Lord has also asked us to build this here. Mm-hmm. And so like if you're wanting to partner with us in that, as well as just your own spiritual growth, you've heard some testimonies from us. Uh, there, we'll be putting out some other testimonies from other people about how the Lord has used this process of discipling um, to really change their life and transform mm-hmm. them, yeah. and and that'll be to come. But but in the moment, like ask the Lord, like what soil am I, and then choose to progress to become better soil. And then am I a reliable person? So let's look at Mark 4 to begin with. Okay. Um, and uh, let's look at the four types of soils. Okay. And you want to read out of uh, So 14? in Mark 4, 14, as soon as I find it, <laughs> um, Jesus is explaining the parable. And he says, and the sower sows the word. And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. These, likewise, are the ones sown on stony ground, who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and they have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time. And afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Mm. Now these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. Mm. But these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word, accept it and bear fruit. Some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. Yeah, super good. So when you eat this passage, or and, and particularly those four words, wayside, stony, thorny, and good, mm-hmm. about the different soils, like it's a huge enlightenment mm-hmm. <laughs> at what, what they're talking about. And so wayside is like concrete. So imagine driving your vehicle down the interstate and you've got this massive bag of grass seed and you just start chunking it out your window, right? Mm-hmm. How much of it is actually going to take root? Right. And that's right. Mm-hmm. Not very much. Sometimes I've always pictured the wayside as like um, the side ditches of the interstate, but it actually isn't. It actually is the concrete. And I guess back then, like because they walked and traveled, mm-hmm. you know, with small animals and things like that. 
it was their ground, the paths were as hard like our concrete is. Mm -hmm. And so that's where, uh, you know, that terminology came from. Mm -hmm. So like nothing can take root. So just, just imagine that. And sometimes like uh, a while ago when I said the discipler needs to be um, certain that they're, the Lord's asking them to lay their life down. But also part of that is um, knowing that the Lord has confirmed to them that they are about ready to scatter seed for years on wayside soil, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, <clears throat> stony would be, um, you know, how it talks about like it comes, but it falls away. So like, have you ever met somebody and, and you might be one of them? I know we've both been it, but we hear the word and we get so fired up mm-hmm. and we're willing to walk out the easy stuff. but we're not willing to walk out the hard stuff. Like we're not willing to be, have persecution for the Mm -hmm. sake of the word. And um, not like people being mean for uh, to us, but like for the sake of the word. And so even if you think like, if he's asking you to do something different with your family, Mm -hmm. like he's asked me to set better boundaries with my family. Mm -hmm. And I find myself dragging my feet because why I don't want the fallout at home. Right. Right. So it's not that they're being mean to me. Right. They're just responding to something different. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. And then when you look at the thir- thorny soil, like um, it says that it's it's choked out by mm-hmm. the cares of the world. And so like you hear the word and, and I'll be really honest today. I was talking to the Lord about some things and just like overwhelmingness of life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I got to be careful. My soil starting to become thorny in some areas. And so because like I'm hearing the word, I'm hearing the Lord speak to me. I'm hearing the word from other people, but like the cares of the world are starting to come and like choke it out and it cannot be planted. Like it'll get there, but there's no fruit, (laughs) you know, and um, cares of the world, lust of the flesh and uh, desires. And so as we talked about in D2, that's some of what we do is is we deal with belief systems and thought processes and desires mm-hmm. and cares of the world and all those things. And so it doesn't mean that your soil has to be like tremendous when you start this process and walking with right. somebody. It just needs to be progressing towards good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, because it can always be better. Right. So absolutely, which is arrive. exactly what I'm talking about. Like you don't arrive me. at good soil. Yeah. You, you keep working towards better soil Yeah, mm-hmm. with me and my conversation this morning with him. Mm-hmm. And then, um, good soil, like you accept what is true. You walk out your obedience and you bear fruit. And mm-hmm. so if you're, if you maybe like me have identified an area or your whole life where your soil isn't good at the moment, like just choose to accept the word that he's given you mm-hmm. and walk out your obedience and bear fruit. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, the boys and I mainly Wyatt. he wanted, when we bought our property, his, he had a, he had a request. He wanted a garden. And so we've started a garden. I, I haven't gardened since high school. So this <laughs> is an experience, but getting the soil right mm-hmm. was huge for this process for mm-hmm. fruit to be born. So, yeah. and to know, like it, it is a journey and it is like your organic lifestyle mm-hmm. because you can be good soil mm-hmm. and then not be good soil. Right. Just like what I, right. what and, I was talking about. Yeah. This area and so I know yeah. that one of the things the Lord showed me was 
when I got in that self-protecting mode, I became unteachable, yeah. which at that point makes me not good soil. Yeah. Like I can't receive from other people because I got to protect myself right. and all these things. So it was another journey of yeah. letting him dig all that up and, and to become right. Right. teachable and become better soil. It's super good. Super good. <clears throat> well, a couple of other things that we want to touch on besides like what soil are you? Um, one is like, be patient. Like if the Lord has asked you to do this and you know that you're supposed to do this, be patient and pursue Jesus. And so um, <clears throat> John 14, 26 says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and he will bring to remembrance all things that I've said to you. Mm-hmm. Like he is your teacher. <laughs> Period. We get to be a vessel to be able to sow some of that, but he's the one that brings revelation. Right. Super good. Right. And so, to trust his timing. Yeah. Like it's not like you don't need to look at the people and be like upset with them. Right. Like, why aren't you inviting me in mm-hmm. or whatever? Like, trust the Lord. Yeah. That when the time is right and the group is right mm-hmm. and all the things are lining up. Right. That that it will happen. Absolutely. I want to read for you 2 Timothy 2, 2, and then I'm going to have Jody elaborate a little bit on what she saw. <clears throat> it says, And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Mm-hmm. The reliable and the faithful men and women, because yeah. that, that word is gender neutral yeah. there. So when I was eating it this weekend, the word reliable kept sticking out to me, but when I looked it up and ate it, it meant reliable. I just so <laughs> reliable and faithful. It was like wow. it's like I need something more. Yeah. So, right. um, I actually looked it up in the Webster's dictionary, and the and it was funny because how it read made me think very much of just this process. Yeah. And it just said, um, someone who is consistent. Mm-hmm. In how did I say that they are consistent in um how they respond basically mm-hmm. to trials and tribulations. And so which marries perfectly with the soils. Right. Like hearing it, accepting it and walking mm-hmm. out your obedience. And it's not like I'm going to do a work of the flesh and become mm-hmm. reliable. It's it is a fruit, but it's also something that we yeah, we partner with. And so as we sit with the Lord, there should be a measure mm-hmm. of consistency that comes to our life. Yeah. And our emotions mm-hmm. and all the things. And so I think that's what it means more than me going out and right. purposing to do all the things I say I'm going to do. Yeah. And what's really cool about that Greek <clears throat> word for reliable is it's pistis, which mm-hmm. comes from the root word faith, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and I may be saying that a little bit wrong, but it actually is like reliability that's in birthed from the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's not just something just right. like what Jody said. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. So asking the Lord, like, am I a reliable person? Asking the Lord, what soil am I? Right. Mm-hmm. But then also getting involved. So a discipler doesn't even know that you're hungry for the things of Jesus if they never have met you mm-hmm. or seen you or talked to you. Yeah. And so like we're two people um, Steve, Annie, uh, um, Josh Kirkus. I'm just th- trying to think of like people that are 
I'll go and like grab somebody and Kyle just read. Yeah, Kyle Reed. There you go. And just grab them and we will introduce you to people and get you connected. Like if you're shy and we will do it lovingly. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, come to opportunities, you know, anything we have, church picnics, worship night, eat the word nights, uh, gatherings, just different things. Join a team, get involved with the connections mm-hmm. team with Jody. Just meet some people. Like if you're just hiding out and coming in when service starts and leaving when it's over and don't get involved, it's going to be hard for anybody to be able to get right. to know you and connect right. with you, right? Um, those types of things. And so um, also pretty soon on the website, we will have a page underneath ministries that's M28 Discipling. And there it will have a little bit more frequently asked questions as well as a contact form. And it'll ask you these questions like, I have sat with the Lord and he has confirmed uh, the soil of my heart and, you know, some of those things. But then if you're interested, you can um, you can fill that out. We'll, we'll make sure you've gotten somebody like, you know, how to eat the word and some of those things that are fundamental. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get that going and that process as you wait to be mm-hmm. uh, for the Lord to connect you yes. to a discipler. So you want to add anything there? I think it's just reiterating, like you're waiting mm-hmm. maybe for this process, but don't wait right, to grow in the Lord and don't wait for right. connection. Because I was reminded when you were talking of when the Lord said to me, like, you cannot experience the fullness of me apart from my people. Right. Like Gretchen has an expression of Jesus mm-hmm. that I need. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm just over here in a corner um, by myself waiting for this whatever elusive thing <laughs> yeah. to happen, right. um, then they're missing out on my expression, but I'm also missing out on theirs. Yeah. And good. so the connections are important mm-hmm. even apart from the discipling process. Like it's important mm-hmm. in the kingdom. Yeah. Like he is about people. Yeah. And if yeah. we're going to be about kingdom, we need to be about the people. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And an invitation to this into this process with the Lord and with mm-hmm. others is all about being invited into a relationship where you have access to a person's life. Exactly what Jody's talking about. The vibrancy, the love, the encouragement that resides mm-hmm. there, but also to learn from the places that you clearly see Jesus at work in their mm-hmm. life, which you can see by having access to them. And then the places that you clearly do not see Jesus in their life, you become more aware of that. And you know that that's their flesh patterns Mm -hmm. that are trying to come out. But it also means by accepting that invitation that you also accept the challenge that comes with it. And the challenge and the accountability to live in your identity (laughs) as a son or a daughter of the king more and more all the time. Instead of your worldly belief systems and desires, right? Yeah. Yeah, And so we hope that we've painted a picture for you through this process that this really is a um, process that's different and kind of um, one that we had never experienced before. And so in the beginning, like one of the questions that I've gotten um, is do all M28 groups do a covenant or a commitment or a written agreement? And, and the answer is it's not required, but most do yes. Mm-hmm. Like I've been, I was born Baptist before I was born again. I've been in discipleship training for years and years. And 
discipleship and classes and wrote curriculum myself and different things like that. But, but like we, we need everybody to understand the importance Mm -hmm. and the weight of it. And so things are just done a little bit different. It doesn't mean you're signing your life away. We're not getting you involved in some kind of interesting um, society type mm-hmm. group or anything like that, right. Right? right? It's just to just to bring some importance to it. So mm-hmm. because you're in a group, so it's not just about you. Right. So as we mature, we realize that life's not all about us, mm-hmm. and so if you're not bringing the best game forward. Right. It affects the people in the group, mm-hmm. and it can hold things back. And if you're not if, there, yeah. and if you're late, yeah. and all and kinds of And if stuff. you just yeah. refuse to partner to with the sit Lord, with the Lord in mm-hmm. your flesh patterns, then you keep bringing the flesh to the group, and it's just so it is important that they understand mm-hmm. as as much as you possibly can. Because I I compare it to a marriage covenant. Like we all think we know what we're getting into <laughs> when we say I do, but we don't. Right. We don't. We really don't. Yeah. And then we get married and we're like, oh, wow. <laughs> Did I say yes to this? Right. And so it's a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Why? Because humans are involved. Right. Right. And it humans that hard. are maturing and growing or, tr- right. or saying they want to or trying to. Right. Yeah. We all that need whole grace. Mix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anything else before we bring Steve on I don't to think talk so. about this? I don't okay. think so. Well, we hope that this has blessed you. Uh, Just remember, reach out to us if you have Mm -hmm. questions and things like that. But we're excited to bring Steve on for a few minutes and talk about M28 discipling and uh, some things in his heart about that. All right. Well, we've got Steve here. Hello. It's good to have you here. So uh, as we talked about, we're just going to visit with him a little bit about M28 discipling and some of those things. So in the first episode or two, you heard from Jody and I like um, how we have invested in people our whole life, but why we're discipling in this process. And so Steve has invested in people his whole life. Mm-hmm. And so, well, as as long as, well, probably longer than us, you are older, right? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm way older than you guys. <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we don't give those secrets away. Right. But if you've invested in people your whole life, why are you involved in this process? Because I know you're about ready to start your first group yeah. um, as far as the M28 discipling process. But tell us just, just sure, some the, of the things on your heart. Well, the first thing he <clears throat> shared with me when I sat with him about the why was there's still areas uh, in my life that he'd like to grow and develop and form himself in me so that, uh, you know, I can continue to look more and more like him, live a life that's worthy of being followed, mm-hmm. if you will, or emulated, mm-hmm. so to speak. You mean he said, Steve, and, you have more D2 moments to... Occur. Yeah, I still got more <laughs> transformation to go. And uh, and then he said he said a word that's super familiar to me about uh, continuing to make me into a kingdom man, mm-hmm. that uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God, his you know loving and redemptive rule in my heart, and him being Lord... Uh, in all aspects. Mm. So just growing in the you know kingdom and uh, maturity. Mm-hmm. And then also I love uh, just being able to grow in laying my life down for these other men. Mm-hmm. I want to grow in selflessness. I think we all Amen. can grow in that and be developed in that. And M28 gives me, you know, uh, that opportunity mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. You got anything that mm-hmm. you want to hear specifically She's, from She said, I so, like it. I like it a lot. I like it. I like <laughs> it a lot. She's been around Karen Young a lot, I guess. Like, yeah. 
So, so in that, like you've invested in people your whole life. Mm-hmm. So why are you choosing to do this process of investing? Like you talked sure. about you personally, but what sets it apart from, from you just doing what you've been doing for the last several years? You know, a, a few years ago, the Lord, I was listening to Miles Monroe, who's now passed away, but he had talked about how Jesus influenced the crowd and great speaker, you know, orating truth. But when he wanted to really impact, uh, he chose, you know, the 70 and then ultimately the 12 and even the three. Mm-hmm. And that real uh, impact beyond influence could happen in smaller circles. Mm-hmm. Well, that was rolling around around the mm-hmm. time that you were digging into how do we build a discipling culture at Grace? Uh, mm-hmm. I knew it was definitely a missing piece of the puzzle um, for us and where he's taking us. I mean, we live and breathe for people to mm-hmm. know Jesus know. intimately. Yeah. Uh, intimate connection all day, every day through a new covenant economy and relationship mm-hmm. that he's going to walk us through to maturity, through the good, bad, and ugly. And one of the things in my own life that I noticed, Gretchen, was that I do communicate truth. Mm-hmm. I have information, if I could use that word. Right. Um, then... A lot of times I would leave that to innovation, meaning if I share a truth with Jody, I don't necessarily walk that out with her. I share it with her and then release her, hey, you and Jesus go work that out. And one of the things M28 affords is this middle component of imitation. Mm -hmm. And what we mean by that is just walking closely Mm -hmm. alongside a small circle of people where we're kind of hand in hand to mature and to grow together. So not just information and truth. But imitation, walking it out together, and then innovation together. So that was a big part of it, too. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know you've expressed to me, um, as well as many others on staff and other people, just there's there's tools that are, have become in your toolbox mm-hmm, that right. you're you're starting to really enjoy partnering <laughs> with the Holy Spirit in. Yeah, absolutely. With the people's lives. One of the things I like about M28 is its diversity, and what I mean by that is I think there's something in it for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sense that if you don't know Jesus, you are not connected to him at all, um, M28 can yeah. help that happen, where yeah. you, you get connected to the vine. He's our life. You know, we talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Inward intimacy. So if you're someone that doesn't know Jesus at all, M28 can help you get connected to him and then start living connected all day, every day, like we mentioned. But then secondly, maybe you're someone that is connected, but you don't know how to hear his voice very mm-hmm. well. Uh, One of the things I found that I loved about what we were offering in M28 is this tool called Eat the Word, that we use the integrity of Scripture to help people get acclimated to the voice of the Lord. We are spirit-first, spirit-led people. Mm -hmm. We love the Scriptures, but we know the the Spirit needs to interpret it. Well, marrying those two together, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. challenging to just tell somebody, I know the Spirit will speak to you. Go in your closet. Right. Come out. Tell okay. us what he says. We just read four, John 14, 26. Like the Holy Spirit will teach you all things or right. remind yeah. you of all things, right? But, man, but still, like, yeah. But but having the integrity of Scripture, scripture. Yeah. to, and we'll never outgrow our need of the Scripture. Right. So everybody mm-hmm. needs to hear me say that. But I'm telling you, when you're first getting connected to Jesus, thank God for the Bible. Yes. <laughs> Because now he can he can acclimate you to his voice using the integrity, and if I could use the um, 
the boundaries, mm-hmm. if you will, of mm-hmm. Scripture, so we don't come out saying, mm-hmm. well, he told me to rob 7-Eleven. Well, right. we know he didn't say that because it's contrary to Scripture. Right. Uh, so there's that aspect. Maybe you do know him, you're connected to him, but you don't hear his voice very well. And then thirdly, I think it's for those people that do know him, they do know his voice, they they let, let him teach them, mm-hmm. guide them through Scripture, but maybe they have a heart to equip others. Mm-hmm. I'd love to help other people get connected to Jesus. I've got a family member mm-hmm. or you know, this guy at work, uh, or maybe acclimate them, uh, this other person, to hear his voice. So there's great tools. There's great equipping. It's an in-depth process. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it really is. It's an in-depth mm-hmm. process that can help equip people. Maybe they have their own process. Mm-hmm. If they do, I mean, you've been discipling people, man, go for it. But in this process, it's going to help uh, equip people to help yeah. others. Get good. to know him, hear his voice, and then walk with him mm-hmm. uh, in intimacy through a new covenant lens, like we talk about mm-hmm. all the time here at Grace Church. And so I'm, I'm very excited about that. Let me touch on that, too, that I think it's native to us. I think it's taken mm-hmm. a few years, right? of uh, refining and digging and tooling learning and, and practicing. yeah practicing <laughs> and learning but guys M28 what we're offering here at uh, at Grace Church and and building and developing here is uh is just I think a in-depth and what's going to be a successful process in line with our vision, values, and culture, mm-hmm. who we are. Yeah. yeah, it's super good. I was reminded when you were talking about, which we read earlier, uh, 2 Timothy 2.2, 2, about you know finding the reliable and faithful people that can also teach others. Teach others. Yeah. And so sometimes, like, you, like he said, you might be discipling people right now in your whole life, mm-hmm. but can they in turn do that. Mm-hmm. And so this gives you helping them yes, to help others, yeah. equipping even them if it's to their own others. family. Yeah. You know, in their own oh, household. Yeah. So yeah. I think a, a spouse, one of my, a child. Yeah. my biggest takeaways was when the Lord showed me the difference between mentoring and discipling somebody. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he says, so when you mentor somebody, and you hear that word in Christian right? circles all the, all the time. time. Yeah. Um they can only go as far as you've went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what are you going to mentor them on beyond what you've received? Good. Mm-hmm. But when I'm discipling somebody and I'm teaching them to hear the voice of the Lord and to obey, yeah. they can far exceed me That's right. in a heartbeat if they Very want good. to. I'm not leading them to me and my experiences. I'm leading them to the mm-hmm. Father, That's who is right. the only one right. That's right. that can change and transform their life. Discipling them, not to ourselves, but to Jesus. Yeah. 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 I remember when um, when I was being discipled, one of the phrases that Chris would say every now and then is like, I am so ready and excited to see the day when you're doing this and investing in people and, and preaching, just different. He would mm-hmm. just say different things. Yeah. So much better than I even thought I could. And yeah. it's exactly mm-hmm. that because then he knows it's not my connection with a person, mm-hmm. but it's my connection with the Lord. Yeah. And uh, super yeah. good. I think super the good. equipping part too is something that I've seen in it as far as part of my why is there's just some great practical stuff. I'm, I'm, uh, tend to be more visionary or maybe on the not practical Idea. side. The, side. <laughs> the, the, not, the, yeah, the not practical side, but, uh, having walked through it myself, I've got this whole notebook now, some <laughs> practical tools, which the tools are just 
manifestations or revelations of scripture right. uh, used in tool form. Mm-hmm. It helps me to equip other people, mm-hmm. not only maybe like like we're saying for their own breakthrough. Sure, that's part of it. But that's not just the end of it, that they can help now. They've got some tools in their toolbox to be able to help other people. And that's ultimately what we want to do, right, is multiply his life. Uh, We don't want the message he's given us to uh, live and die with us. We want generation after generation after generation to experience intimacy and closeness with Jesus Christ. Super good. Super good. Joe, do you have anything else for we having pray for us? I have so many thoughts going through my brain, but I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Come on, give us one. Give us one. it was just... Even um, I was reminded of the scripture that says that you share the comfort that you've received. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the byproduct of him transforming me should automatically be I want other people to taste this and see this and experience Mm -hmm. this and have this. And Mm -hmm. what else would we want to give our lives to? Like Mm -hmm. what else is better than that? That's right. He is our life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good. Super good. Super good. Well, thanks for... Sharon. Hey, thanks for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> it's it not often good. I get to be a special guest. So. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, we'll pray for us, will you? Right, yeah. Well, Father, we love you. We thank you for everything you're doing uh, at Grace Church and beyond. And certainly our heart mm-hmm. is that people live intimately connected to you. Lord, all day, every day through a new covenant lens, they're getting their identity from you. They're putting you on display And then, Lord, they're also investing you and your life in other people. So whether it's M28, Sunday morning, a discovery group, a worship night, an outreach, whatever it is, Father, our prayer is that we continue to just partner with you to see who you are multiplied all over the earth. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.